Howdy, everybody out there. This is Big Beefin'. This is JP, and I am one-third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What's doing, boy? Now, you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins. You got to be smarter than a fucking average bear. And I looked at him. I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking. I just left. <laughs> average bear. That's a, that's a yogi. Yogi bear, right? Isn't that... It's a Yogi Bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. There, the, there, there's dark matter. Is there light matter? Well, that would just be normal matter. Like all uh, all of our normal matter would be the stuff that's not dark matter or dark energy. Uh, um, in quantum in quantum physics, and this is going to be a fucking terrible description of quantum physics. But you know how you know how you have a light switch. You have a light switch. Yeah. So quantum physics is basically if your light switch was on and off at the same time. What the fuck? That's quantum physics. So that's bullshit. If, Aaron, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> that's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck you. Never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat to drop. So let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> just, just enjoy the show. Hi, laddie. Hello? <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. Gentlemen. Behold. Uh, do y'all know what movie that's from? Uh, no. no. I know it's from Michael Teen Hunger Force, the TV show. There you go. You nailed it. <laughs> oh, I, I, you said movie. I was thinking. I don't know. They made a movie. I, I fucked it up. That's my fault. That's my foul. They, they made a movie. Oh, like a God, TV that's... movie? No, no, yeah, I guess they did have a yeah, theater, uh, uh, theatrical they, release. They, they had a movie. Yeah, they did a movie. Did, did y'all watch the final episode of Aquatine Hunger Force? No. Very, I'm very talking dramatic. about this. It's very dramatic. <laughs> you know, I'll have to go back and check that one out. I, I, I never really saw how it ended. Yeah, it, well, not... I'm not going to spoil it, but you didn't watch the last episode. Maybe on YouTube you can watch it, but the last episode of Hunger Team, Hunger Force, you know, just, you know, was very dramatic, you know. I think I'm behind Adventure Brothers also. Oh, me too. I'm behind big time. Well, I remember me and Aaron, we always liked Carl, you know, he's like, live with Dex, you're a bunch of animals. <laughs> you just always. <laughs> ah, yeah, peace and quiet. What do you want? What do you need? Can I not just occasionally live here without occasionally being interrupted by you animals? <laughs> I, I like the one where it's it's um it's Thanksgiving, and thank thank you Lord for Carl. No no no, the Lord does not even know that I'm here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think uh, John, my favorite one ever with him uh, was the hand banana one where he's constantly getting raped. Um, he said something. Uh, oh no 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 no, that's not it. 
It's the one where they came out with this new rap song and they're playing it all day, every day. And Carl's getting sick of hearing it. And he says, uh, I, I know you're there. Which one of y'all is playing I Like Candy for a freaking week? Because you know what? It doesn't even matter. Because running now, it's running around my brain and it won't leave unless I blow it out with a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's just, that's just how I feel about some songs, you know. Like, I wish yeah, he, I mean, he just nailed it on the head. Everything you've ever thought about a song being played repetitively, he he owned that. <laughs> so, Cartoon Network, when it started doing shows like that, like that was a trend for a while. Like, it just got more and more bizarre. Like, well, just... I think that was more like let's throw some garbage out there and let's see what sticks. Yeah, and they just threw all kinds of crazy stuff out there, you know. And Hover Team just happened to be one of the shows that was really good. Aaron, are you, are you tapping on your computer or something? No, you son of a bitch, I'm not. Are you, what are you typing on? Are you eating? Are you eating Nothing. again? Nothing? Nothing at all? No, no, don't worry about it. I think you're doing something. You're doing something. <laughs> and now you're trying to hide it. Now you're trying to hide it. It makes you think you're doing something even more, you know, perverted or something. No, it's not perverted, but thank you for, for trying to get insight into what I'm doing right now at this very moment but in the privacy not, of my own. You're still not going to tell us the way it is, right? No. <laughs> Whole point of privacy. Okay, let's try this. Uh, Shane and Aaron, let's, let's try this. And try, let's, don't make it too emotional, but let's try to make it a little funny. If you, could, if you can go back, if someone walked up to you right now and said, hey, I'm going to send you back in time to see yourself at the age of 21, you got five minutes to talk to him. What would you tell him? Oh, my God. Take your, <laughs> take your tax return. Take all of your tax return and invest it in a company called Facebook. At 21? You were, when you were 21? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Facebook was just taken off whenever I was 21. So when Shane was 21, it was probably still really little. Yeah. It was still – it yeah. was uh, – I, I would tell him, I'd say, you have to go to the East Coast, find a guy in college named Mark Zuckerberg, and you got to donate to his company called Facebook. You got to, you got to reach out to him and tell him you're willing to invest. All right, you so have we'll, to insist. We'll, no, he no, saying, no. I don't think that would have worked because he ended up finding people that were going to give him five hundred thousand dollars. Did no, you weren't going to give him well, that? Well, no. The, his roommates in college were the ones that helped him start it, and they put up their yeah, money but, first, and now they're they're yeah. all billionaires. But well, okay, but yeah, they ended up liquidating that dude's shares, and there was this big fallout over them doing that to that guy. So uh, you know, I, I think if you're trying to do that, I, I think you're kind of misguided on on how much money you were actually going to make off of that. All I need is a million. That's all I need. <laughs> what else what would million? you tell? What else would you tell him? Like, yeah, five minutes. I took like two. I took you ten seconds to tell him that. What would you tell him? Uh, all right. Cool. So first thing is to, you know, the whole Mark Zuckerberg thing. Um. Well, what would you, what would what would your eighteen year old self say to someone if they saw you? What would you think you would say to him? One, because I was a different person at eighteen as it was at twenty one. Oh, I'm sorry, twenty one. Oh, if we're, if, yeah, I was gonna say if we're going back to eighteen, there's a there's a couple things I'd tell. No, 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 no. We said no, we can't. No, twenty one. If your twenty one self, one self saw you. Oh, first thing I first thing I say. First thing I tell him is, don't worry. This relationship with Emily will end very soon. <laughs> but, you know, don't worry. You got, you find a way out, bud. Just hang in there. I, uh, I didn't want to do the show tonight, man. Oh, I, I like to give us like a break. That that was the only reason. 
Oh, we usually do oh. Thursday, Thursday break. Okay, well, that's fine. We'll, we'll break it tomorrow. I, I didn't know. I just thought, okay, it's the middle of the week. We'll take a break. But That'll be all right. I'll do my channel tomorrow. I, I think okay. that uh, I would tell myself, if I was 21, I saw myself now, I'd go, what happened to you? What's all this? You know? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <to> you? <laughs> well that, that's hard for me to say because I've always been fat. So I don't know if I could, you know, I don't know. If Not always, dude. You were like, what, uh, 220 when you went to the uh, boot camp? When I when I got home, I was about two thirty five. That's probably the lightest I've been in a long time. But when I was by the time I was twenty one, though, I was already to the weight I'm at now. So damn, that didn't take long. Yeah. So there you go. I think I think I'd be more shocked. You know, like if I was twenty one, like does more gray hair come? Oh yeah, you're looking at it. This is much much gray hair you'll get. <laughs> you're looking at it right here. <laughs> you know, but um. I'll try to think like, how would you? Con- okay, here's one. How would you convince your 21 year old self that he, you were him? How, how would you oh, he'd know. I fucking look like him, right? How would you convince him though? He's the one change. You won't believe it. You still want proof. You know, Shane. Uh, well, I've got a very for me. I've got a very obvious and a very particular scar on my nose. So uh, I would look at that and be like, oh fuck, that's that's me. <laughs> I've also got scars in certain places on my body that only I have, and I know that for sure. So I would say, okay, if you're me, then uh, where's this scar at on your body? Or I would I would sit here and I'd say, okay, there's a secret that I have that nobody knows but me. I did this when I was this age, and it was at this day. What's the secret? And then I would say it. Yeah, I mean, I could tell myself, hey, uh, you stopped uh, fucking Emily because you were scared she was going to get pregnant and you were going to be stuck with her for the rest of your life. And he'd be like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're me. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> and only, I, only I know that, so okay. Well, now we I, all know that shit. <laughs> well, I, I think I would just tell myself, you hate Splenda. You hate fucking Splenda with a passion. There, it's you. <laughs> you're me. I mean, if that's, if you're just telling, I don't know, John, it's a pretty big opportunity. You got, you got to like, I think you got to do a little bit more than just stay away from Splenda, bro. I mean, I think. You know, I think you gotta no, aim a little bit higher. My, that's what I would tell myself. That's how he would know it's it's him. Yeah, it's no, you hate. Yeah. Oh, okay. The one, the one thing you hate is Splenda on this green earth. You hate Splenda the most of anything. Well, you could also say, uh, "Remember the time Daniel didn't get your jalapenos? Like you bring that shit up and you're, oh, you're, yeah, yeah. you're past self with no instantly. So no, nobody in the green area knows that but us. <laughs> <laughs> Your past self would, would know it was true instantly. He'd be like, God dang it. Yep. Yeah, man. How the fuck do you know that? Because I'm you. Oh, okay. Well, what's up, man? How things go in the next 10 years? Well, not the way I planned, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not the way you planned. You look at him, though. Not the way you planned, but. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be some curveballs thrown at you. I'm going to tell you that now. <laughs> first, you started playing. Well, it's kind of weird you tell him like that. You're like, well, first, you started playing softball. Then you dropped the baseball. So just a little quickly, you know, just a little faster, real quick. So but, it's a, it's an interesting notion to think about, though. If you did, if you were able to go back, you know, what would you do? Uh, well, you, then you think like, would you like in that five minutes, like tell them, okay, I want you to invest in this, but remember, you still gotta do this because I still want this shit to happen over here. You know, it's kind of same. Well, thing. no, I think once you say one thing, John, that's it. You're you're when you come back to the future. Everything's different. Everything's well, true. Changed. True. You changed it. You came back a millionaire. Yeah. And you're like, 
Yes, you know, but you know, it's kind of but, that thing, you know. What did you change? Well, yeah. you, you know what you changed, you know. Yeah, well, your memories will eventually come, replace your old memories, and so all the I happiness, think that's highly speculative. all the ha- happiness and joy that you had, it'll be all be gone, and it'll well, be replaced well, with other memories. Remember, um, uh, Spider Man. Remember, one more day, Spider Man went back because okay, in in uh, the civil scientific in, investigation off of a comic book. What well, I'm just saying. Spider-Man. Well, you got to have some kind of frame of reference. It's all highly fictional. When Spider-Man revealed his identity, uh, someone killed Aunt May just to get a Spider-Man, just to get a Peter Parker. He went to Doctor Strange and said, I want to go back in time and not reveal myself. So when he said that, well, you got to go through a test. You got to see what you're going to miss out on. And if you don't want to change it, if you want, if you want to change it, we won't change it. So he went into the future where he met his further self and he met, you know, older Peter Parker. He said, okay, if you go back and save Aunt May, you were going to invent this that, that makes you a billionaire. You were going to miss this that made you this popular. You're going to miss out on this child. He always saw a little redhead. Like, you're going to miss out on this little, this little girl. If you go back and you change, you miss out on all this stuff. See, the, so, the, thing, I, the thing I have about that is that, yeah, you're going to miss out on it, but – you have no emotional connection to any of that shit because you don't have it now. So if you're going to present me with that choice, then I'm going to be like, well, I'm coming to you because I want to make this decision in the first place. Why would I second guess myself now? I've come this far. Then I'm just going to do what I had initially in plan. In that story, John, it worked out for Spider-Man. You know, his, his alternate future was a good one. But if you look at, if you look at Flashpoint, his alternate future sucked when he went back and tried to save his mom. That's because, well, yes, because they, they, they shifted everything, right? Everything shifted a yeah. notch. I mean, an inch or something, something shifted. Yeah. And so, but, like, you know, like, like Atlantis like, was at war with the Amazon. Superman was never found. Uh, well, I mean, he was, but it was by the government. And, uh, Superman? Is this Spider-Man? No. Well, uh, he's talking about Spider-Man. I was talking about the Flash. I, yeah. Flash. The yeah, Flash I remember. One where he went, yeah, I remember. Flash, when he says so, yeah, his went out... <laughs> Way bad when you say this mom. <laughs> yeah. Reverse Flash kind of fucked everything up for him. Yeah. Wonder Woman killed Shazam. Uh, Superman or Thomas Wayne was Batman instead of Bruce. Yeah, because the bullet shifted and it hit his it hit Bruce, not the mom, the, the dad. I mean, yeah. was that they allowed uh, Thomas Wayne to send a letter to his son? Yeah, yeah that was cool. Did did you did they ever put out what that letter said, Shane? Yeah, he said something like, uh, I'm proud of you, son, or or something along those lines. Just know that uh, you always, you were always in my heart or something along those lines. And... Well, see, like, you have two different points then. One, it went real bad. The other one, for Spider-Man, all you did was, okay, you're saving your Aunt May, which probably was supposed to die, but now you want to change it, you know. But you're going to miss out on all this, like Aaron said, which you don't care about none of this, being a billionaire, missing yeah. a attached to it. Right. So that's probably why Spider-Man said, well, I, I I don't know nothing about that, so bring back Aunt May, you know, just to bring yeah. back Aunt May, you know. Yeah, it's kind well, of So he would feel guilty about him hurting shots, and he would feel guilty, you know. Yeah, and also because they realize that revealing Spider-Man's secret identity ruins a lot of their potential plots. Like, it just, you know, that's the, that's one of the things they've always held on to. Like, Iron Man, they let his go because his, his cover-up story was stupid, just like Captain America's cover-up story and Thor's cover-up story. I mean, all those were dumb. Bruce Banner's identity was revealed from the start. So, really, Spider-Man's like the only one left who's kind of a secret identity guy. So, did, did they know when Thor dies, he just goes back and he can come back again? Did they, did they realize that yet? 
Well, yeah, well, I mean, they understand the legend of Ragnarok. Well, they, in their mind, they, you know, he's immortal. Like, he can't, he can't die. Even if he's dead, he's not really dead. You know, so. But no, but in the comic books, he can die, go home, and come back. Though, right? Yeah, I mean, it's called anytime there's a Ragnarok, they always. But all of the, the I think the catch is, is that all of the Asgardians have to die. They can't just be one. They all have to die, and then they can so, all but, be reborn. But they haven't tested that in the movies yet. Right. Well, I guess. Loki, well, yeah. the okay. problem in the movies is until Thor Ragnarok, they didn't even embrace his magic. Like they didn't even. They said everything was just high technology. That it wasn't. It wasn't even magic. So he doesn't get magic powers until Ragnarok. And in the first Thor movie, he said magic and technology are. Uh, they work they together. Yeah. 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 They're both the same thing. Yeah. So that kind of, you know, that they didn't really fully embrace. It wasn't until Doctor Strange. When Marvel said, "Okay, there's there's full blown magic, like it's real magic. There's no science explanation to it. There's no alternative energy. It's just magic." And uh, so in Ragnarok, they were able to do that with Thor finally, and he got his powers. So full powered. Let's let's step sideways for a minute. Could Thor? I don't, I don't know. If we're gonna step sideways to go. Could Thor and Doctor Strange go at it for a minute? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is. Uh, you know, if there, it depends on the, well, I mean, any superhero fight will always depend on the circumstance, but, uh, you know, I could see where Dr. Strange could, you know, trap Thor in some kind of alternate dimension. And, but see, the thing is, is that eventually Thor is going to get out. Like, uh, you could send Thor to hell, but he'll find a way to get out of it. And it may take him thousands of years, but he'll get out. And, uh, so it's kind of hard to kill any mortal, like permanently kill. He'd have to do some research on, on how to kill uh, gods, and then. Uh, but Thor, his thing is, is uh, I mean, he's just got to be able to hit Doctor Strange. If he can just hit him, then that's it, you know. Get him with a lightning blast and call it a day. So we learned that Thor doesn't need his hammer to summon lightning, right? We right. learned he doesn't need it. The, he, he, you know, it just a, was a uh, accessory he had, right? <laughs> Allows him to channel his energy effectively. Yeah, it was supposed to. It was supposed to be a training tool. It was like a, yeah. so a tricycle. It, you know, so it's, a, it's accessory to him now, right? He doesn't need it, right? No, well, it, no, but for to fly, he needs it to fly to defeat Thanos. Uh, well, no, now he doesn't need it to fly because remember in Ragnarok when he powered up and he flew up into the air and punched the shit out of the hole. Was, was he fl- was he flying or just projecting himself with the lightning? Oh well, yeah, I guess he was propelling himself with the electricity. I mean, that makes sense. Static electricity was how he was generating flight. I could buy yeah. that. But, but anyway, in any case, the, the, hammer, the reason why he had to get the hammer, the weapon, was because he needed something that could defeat Thanos' weapon. Like, he needed something of equal quality. Um, oh, you're talking about uh, thund- the Thunderbreaker? Thorbreaker. Yeah, the thund- Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker, yeah. Yeah, he the needed... Stormbreaker was stronger than uh, Mimir, right? Mimir? Uh, Mjolnir, by far, right? The, his, it was yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it was more. It was supposed to be a highly, a finely uh, crafted weapon, like uh, with with more power. The only thing is, it's uh, it's just uh, it's just easy. It's a it's a tool that can defeat the Infinity Gauntlet. That's what it was made for. Like it's the same material, so you know that's why he needed it. Because he he, how else could he have beaten the Infinity Gauntlet without it? I thought I was. I thought it was weird that it was punching through the infinity power. Like I can't believe that. Like that. That thing was punching through the infinity power. Like man, that's that's, that's the one thing. I like I, 
you know, like, eh, I thought it was going to be all powerful. And this thing's uh, slicing right through it. You know? Well, you know, that's the problem. If you make, if you make Thanos, Dr. Manhattan, you know, basically can do whatever the fuck he wants. You can kind of lose interest in the story. Like it makes it, if there's no way to defeat him, then you kind of like, eh, what's the point? You know, <laughs> you, you do you think that was the first time Thanos was shot? <laughs> uh, I think he knew the Asgardians were a threat. So I think that's why his secret plan was to destroy Asgard, like all along to get hell come back. And um, I think he was behind all of that, like everything that happened. Do and you think, do you think he went back and killed the, the craftsman that made Stormbreaker? Do you think oh, he, I guess we'll find out in the next movie. Do you think he did? I think he did. I think he got pissed. Like, I know where you, he got that. I won't well, kill that guy, you know, I, you're going to have to assume that he goes back because in the, the act, the action figures. It looks like the gauntlet's been repaired because at the end of the movie, it was all fucked up whenever he used its power. So, uh, oh, and I think the dwarf guy was working on another one, anyways. What didn't, didn't he have another one he was working on when they showed up? Uh, no, his hands were just bound together. He couldn't do nothing. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure he goes back and gets him to make him a new one. Why didn't he? Why do you think they need to go to the quantum realm? Quantum realm. What was you know, the quantum I a, realm? I, I had a I had a dumb idea. I thought Dragon Ball Z like okay they're going to quantum realm where time does where time slows down they're gonna go train there. Oh, like and, the hyperbolic chamber. Yeah, but like nah, that sounds too stupid. It waste thirty minutes on training. You know, like eh, that doesn't sound good. You know. No, I think it's uh, maybe they're trying to destroy the stones on a molecular level or something. I don't know. Are they gonna I, go see somebody? Are they gonna go? Are they gonna go meet someone that uh, that um, Ant Man found? You know, hey, I know a guy I met in here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they like go find a nihilist or something. Yeah, and they, I met this guy in there. You know, he can help us out. You know. <laughs> yeah, but the problem with a nihilist is he looks like a giant fucking insect, so it's gonna be hard to trust. Like you're gonna be like, I don't know if we need to trust that guy. You know. He kind of looks like he wants to eat my flesh constantly. Well, that's just, that's just you know, you can't base everything on looks, though, you know. <laughs> no, that, that old idiom. He looks like a bad guy. guy. <laughs> Who wants to eat my flesh? <laughs> you know, but. Why do they need to go there? Why do they go to Quantum Rim? All of them. Why do they all need to go there for? You know? Well, I guess we'll see. I mean, you know, some things you got to wait for the movie to just see. What, it's only going to be in a couple more weeks and we'll know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's well, very exciting. First of well, all. Well, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I hope so. I got, I got you know, I, I'm so high from Infinity Wars, though. I mean, I don't know if it's, in my mind, I don't know if it can top it. We'll see. It might be able to, but I don't you know. Think, I keep thinking they're going to tease Thanos by saying, hey, Thanos, why don't you just go back and save your planet? Forget it. Go back and save your planet and call it done. You know, like, why you got to do all this? You know? I, uh, I think he had to teach everybody a lesson. You know, what it was all really about was uh, showing people that, you know, you can't regulate how people live and how much they consume. So you've you've got to wipe out half the population. I think Thanos is. Yeah. Thanos, whole thing was uh, you bastards need to learn how to fucking recycle and you don't you won't listen. So, oh, well, I'm going to fucking take half of you out. I bet, I bet they recycle now. Talk about taking the bull from the horns, you know. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. I bet I bet everybody's using solar now. I bet they're like, okay, well, yeah, I guess they're not. They're trying to find a way to kill Thanos, and that doesn't have nothing to do with how they recycle or none of that shit. I mean, I don't know. I bet I'm pretty sure the government would have been like, all right, guys, 
we need to just start uh, managing our resources better because uh, he'll, he'll take out the rest of us if we just go back to how we were. You think so? You think it scared some people? You think? Oh, you think sure. He, but do you think he went back and did that? Like he broadcast himself, like, "All right, people, this is what I did. You're welcome." <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he sees himself as a you know a sort of semi god or being that. So it's kind of like Galactus, you know. There's a there's a isn't there a race of beings that follow Galactus, uh, worship I him. I believe so. Because you know he's supposed to be a force for nature too. Also, Galactus pretty much does what Thanos did. Like he goes around keeping the universe in checks. Like, but it turns out that that Galactus wasn't the only one, right? He, there's other ones like him. Yeah, there's other. So Galactus is basically a being that came before our universe was born. And yeah, I think there's other versions, but I I don't know where they're at. I know he has a daughter. I know that happened at some point. What the hell? Yeah, Galatan or something like that. She's got a big old fucking helmet like him. It's just a normal looking chick with a big old fucking helmet. Man. Um, and I think she had a crush on Thor too. And you know how Thor is. He'll fuck anything that moves, and he doesn't care. He's not. He's not. He's not gonna marry anybody, but he'll fuck you. I mean, he don't care. <laughs> That's Thor. Yeah. You know, he's not trying to make a relationship, but he'll knock it out if he's got to. Much like yeah. Batman. With well, the- I don't know. Batman, uh, I think, it, didn't Batman recently marry Catwoman? I haven't read uh, that did, issue yet, but they did, were leading up to that. Did, yeah, did they ever work? I was going to ask you, did they ever work that out? Or- well, I saw an issue where, like, after the honeymoon, uh, they went on a double date with Lois Lane and, and uh, Clark Kent. So, so Batman's married now. He finally tied a knot. Yeah, yeah. But I, like I said, I'm, I'm about you know eight issues behind in the comics, so I can't tell you if things have changed. But yeah, last I read, they got married. Well, good for him. Better than what you know. It'd be probably awkward when he tells him about his son. You know what happened? Well, uh, one of my uh, mortal enemies, great daughter, raped me. You know, and here's my son. <laughs> yeah. Well, in some uh, alternate timelines. You know, Bruce Wayne has a kid with Selena Kyle too, and that ends up becoming the Huntress. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Earth too. That's what happened. Hmm. So. Well, it's better than when um, in the old man Logan, you know, Spider Man's daughter becomes a kingpin by killing the, the uh, what pulling the head off kingpin, right? The, the older pink kingpin. Mm. Yeah, it's been around since I read that one. I remember. I, think I remember that- the. I remember the Hulk, though, he could only, because of the nature of his powers, he could only screw the She-Hulk. She's the only one that could take it. By the way, everyone, uh, She-Hulk is uh, Bruce Banner's uh, cousin. His cousin. Yeah. So. <laughs> so all of his offspring were hillbillies. <laughs> and they were uh, they were blackmail, or they, what are they doing? They were squeezing uh, uh, Wolverine. They were basically making him. You know, you know how it is, like in the old cowboy movies where they're like, you got to pay extra fees to be on our land or something like that. Why do you want to stay there then? Why? I won't want to be nowhere near a fucking Hulk or land owned by the Hulk. Well, you know, you know, the fight was drained out of Wolverine. Like he had lost the will to fight. So he was just going to do whatever they said. He didn't care. He lost his will to live. And even when he remarried and started having kids of his own, he didn't want them to learn how to fight, you know. That's crazy. Just crazy. You know, poor. I don't know, like I said, it's not bad for him, you know, so. Pretty sure he went back in time. He probably like, hey, man, just want to chill out, man. <laughs> I think he did. I think he actually did go back in time. Oh, he did. In, oh, multiple times he went back in time. Yeah. And he still but, 
you know, time travel into the past, fucking bitch, man. I, 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 that's why I don't think it's possible. Just too much could go wrong. I want to go forward and see what happens. <laughs> see, what do I have now, you, you can go forward in time. That's that's scientifically proven. But going back in in past, I don't know. I think it just causes too many issues and, and a paradox, and you can't really solve it. You know. It's just too much. Like I said, it's like going back in time. Like you, you just change something small. You don't know what the outcome is to change something very small. It's like that that one episode of The Simpsons where he goes back and he's like in the dinosaur age and he accidentally steps on a butterfly or something. Yeah. Yeah. And like all this crazy shit happens like when he comes back. Like, huh? He goes back in time and he realizes no matter what he does, he fucks it up anyway. So he just starts killing everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That one he got mad. Like, don't you? I kill everything. He was hitting everything with rocks. Stunned on on a mammal. So yeah, that's that's one of those things where you, but to me it would just seem too easy to screw up. And 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 the thing is, there was a y'all know the guy Stephen Hawking, the dude in the wheelchair. Yeah, but passed away recently. Mm-hmm. He uh, you know, he had a very simple solution to that. He was like, well, if you could travel back in time, uh, somebody from the future would already have been here by now. We would we would know, like they would have shown up. And nobody's shown up, so it's not no, possible. No, 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 because then you have a uh, Van Dam come back in time as time. Right, cops. they got time cops. But I'm, but if you think of all of somebody would fuck it up, though, right? I mean, even the time cops, they in Van Dam situation, like if you change the past and it affects the future, then you never get the time bureau, and that's, I mean, that's that's still highly, that's speculative. I I think if if you had. Let's just say, for instance, if you had technology in the future where time travel was possible and it was really there and like you could say, hey, at this building, there's a machine in there that'll let you go back in time. Somebody with a lot of money and a lot of resources is going to either break into that place and use that machine or they're going to build their own and nobody will know that they've built one and they'll go back and they'll change uh, the past to benefit themselves. No, in Time Cop, they had some kind of device that told when a time shifted. I can't remember yeah, what they said. It. Which is bullshit. How could it how could it fucking know? How could it know that there's been alterations? Watch it. But they knew like, oh, there's been a time what was the other that T V show? Sphere. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow is like that too. Remember, remember the movie Sphere, the, the T V series? Uh no, I don't it's remember old, Sphere. Well it's it's an old T V series where like that was just job to go back in time and fix what someone did. And they had a sense where it goes off, oh there's been a time uh, time paradox, and they knew when something happened, and they had to go back and fix it. You know. Yeah, I still think somebody would fuck it up, and we would know. Like it would just be obvious. And then, why would you let people suffer? Like if you if you knew you could make the world better, and you could go back and change things, why wouldn't you do it? Because it know? changes. It changes with something already happened. Someone else's uh, great. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Someone else's. Uh, okay, but if you okay, for example, let's say. Why not go back and stop uh, stop Hitler? Why not go back and do that? Let's see. Apparently something significantly worse happened besides Hitler, so I guess I don't know. They're waiting for that to happen. Well, that hasn't that happened in our lifetimes. We're not going to happen. See. Yeah, but could that have happened? Like, well, you stopped Hitler and someone worse came along. Well, Did Stephen Hitler? Hawking presented too. It wasn't just, okay, they haven't shown up, so they're not. He also said, or we never developed the technology to do it. Like, it's just not, we don't ever get there because we destroy ourselves before we can build it. 
Whatever. Mm-hmm. That is yeah, true, you know. Which would explain why we haven't made any contact with extraterrestrials, because maybe when life gets so advanced, it ends up just destroying itself before it can figure out how to travel out into space. They'll find some reason to fight with each other. We yeah, know. I think that maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why we haven't seen anybody yet. It's because when you get that, when you get to that level to where you're getting ready to go out into the stars, your planet's fucked, and then you end up just killing each other, and that's the end of it. <laughs> Not a very happy picture we paint for ourselves in the future. <laughs> well, I mean, but you got to think about it, John. If it was, if it, if there was something, if there was this higher technology out there, either time travel or aliens or whatever. We would know. I mean, it'd have to be here by now. I mean, shit, we've been around for what, 100,000 years? Well, maybe aliens don't think we're worthy enough still because they know, they know, like, no, they're going to go. We talked about this before. No, we would go ape shit, Shane. We would go back to primate uh, thinking if we saw fucking alien shit. (laughs) Well, again, I think it comes back to how they, how it, how it happens. Like, if it's that movie, like, uh, you know, District 9, y'all remember that movie? Yeah. Where the aliens are like docile. They're like, they have to have a certain thing in their programming to wake up. And they're like drones. They're like worker people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I think if you run into something like that, I don't think people will panic. Because it's going to be like, oh, well, these are just space bugs that, that can talk. You know, they're not going to think that they're out to kill us or they're aggressive. You know, because that, when, that, when that ship showed up, like it didn't do anything. It was just, it was just sitting there floating. And... So, so you don't think like there's a there's an alien like you know let's take a a, a big giant super galactic ship out there in a, in, a, in their own senate like Star Wars going like well what about Earth those guys what do they have to offer us what what do they have to offer why do we have to talk to them for they have nothing to offer us well <laughs> they, yeah, you know, yeah you're right I mean yeah why why yeah we wouldn't we wouldn't have anything to give them but they could stop a lot of suffering if they're if they're intelligent. They could have pity, like how we have, you know, some people don't want to see, you know, little animals get ran over or shit, you know, or, but, but then again, there's some people that do want to see animals get ran over. We're, so. we're the, uh, we're the raccoon in the road. Shane. Well, it's more like, we'd be, we'd be more like the ants in the anthill, like, you know, and what's Aaron, what, what do you, what, what, what'd you say in your podcast you do with them anthills, John? Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know? Huh? Huh? What were you talking about? Oh, we were. I was saying that basically, if you're looking at humans and aliens, we're we're basically the ants in the ant hill, and the aliens can pretty much do whatever the fuck they want. If they want us to have our little ant hill and fester and kind of spread out into smaller little ant hills throughout the yard, they can. But if they also want to pour gasoline down the whole fucking thing and set it on fire, they can do that too. Very easily. Yeah, people. We, people said that. No, if they want us gone. We'll be fucking gone. They're yeah. they're super intelligent, and I'm pretty sure they're not feared by hot lead. They're not scared about hot lead bullets. No, because <laughs> so if you if you have to if you have the technology to travel through space with all these rocks flying around at thousands of miles an hour, uh, and you can survive all the radiation that's out there, then you're not worried about a fucking little bullet that's being pushed by a chemical explosion. It's not, not going <laughs> to phase you. You know, it's, it's nothing. I would think so anyway. They don't care about our hot lead. Like they still shoot with with lead with with metal. Yeah, <laughs> as they use to defend themselves. Yeah, it wouldn't. They would be so far beyond that. It wouldn't be shit. Now the only thing is, is maybe if you got them like you know inside their ship without a body armor suit on or something, 
you know, if they didn't have the technology on them at all times, then maybe you could take them out that way. But yeah, yeah they're they're going to be good to go. Let's throw a huge, huge make believe wrench in this. Let's say aliens came down and introduced themselves, and then they said, "Okay, let's jump ahead ten years to see what happens." No, we ain't going to do it. Go back and change it. You never showed up, you know, because they can't fucking get it together. What do you think about that? Did that blow your mind any? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's entirely possible. They could say, you know, this shit's just not going to work, you know. And maybe maybe they are trying to lead things from, maybe they are leading us along, like giving us little gifts here and there to try to see how we'll, how we do, and then we just fuck it up every time. That's why all the civiliz- civilizations fall. Maybe the Maybe they did come down and help us build the pyramids, and then we're like, yeah, nah, fuck it, we're gods, you know, we rule all the slaves and shit. And they're like, well, fuck, that didn't work. And then maybe they give, uh, they tell the Greeks, you know, hey, there's this thing called democracy. It'll, you know, every man can speak for himself. And then, of course, you know, they instead of, like, being open and free, they go out and try to conquer the world. So that all goes to shit. And maybe it's like Genghis Khan. They're like, all right, well, here's some military strategies, and you can unite everybody. And then that all goes to shit. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe aliens are giving us little hints, and we keep fucking it up, like, the whole way through. I don't know. It would be kind of weird, you know, like, with the Mayans, they come back. What are you doing? We are doing killing each other. Oh, it's called sacrifice. I didn't fucking say that. What yeah. are you doing that for? You I know? mean, whatever, whatever had the Mayans thinking it was cool to cut out uh, women's hearts and all that shit and eat them. I mean, that's bizarre, man. What the fuck are you thinking? Like, well, I know who told you to do that? I know there was two... Uh, Two uh, people, I can't remember their names. One said, "No, that was red jelly or something on their hands." The Mayans were peaceful, loving. They got along. They were the best civilization they could have. And there's the other guy who knew the truth. No, that's blood. And they're fucking yeah. each other, each other. They're ripping each other's hearts out, and they're sacrificing to each other. And I'm like, no, that's impossible. The Mayans were peace loving, first civilization ever. They didn't do that. They were civilized. No, man. Come to find out that that wasn't the story, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, you can just look at the stone and see that there's blood in there. I mean, it's it's just, uh, you know, they were just, they were, who knows where they got that shit from, you know. And as hard as life was back then, why make it harder? Like, why say, well, you know, you're young and you got your whole life ahead of you. It's probably only going to be five years, so we're just going to fucking carry it hard on you. Another note, they say, let's jump to uh, the mist, where everyone thought that where that one broad said, well, if we sacrifice somebody, Days will go away. And yeah. That's yeah. happened right there. Well, I mean, that's anytime you're in that kind of situation, John, you got to be ready to be, somebody's going to be bait. Like that's going to fucking happen. Like somebody's going to be the bait. And that's just the mentality you got to deal with. That's why, you know, Tom Jane and them were like, well, we got to get the fuck out of here. You got two. And when that happens, you got two choices. You either kill that lady and you just murder her or you get the hell out of there. And, uh, it ended up they needed to get out anyways because that was not a safe building to be in. Like, all glass like that? That's ridiculous. Like, why didn't they shut themselves in the fridge? You know? I mean, why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense. They could all fit in that fridge. You know? yeah, but, well, I don't know. Like I said, the, the missile, I like the movie. It's just the monster. Like, you try to go outside, something's wrong. Something, something the fuck is out there trying to kill you for some off reason, and uh, it turns out that the um, the the government opened another portal to another world. That's why these these strange ass beings monsters came out of there. You know, uh, I mean it was cool. It was good. I th- I thought the movie was great. I I didn't have a problem with that movie. But it, it's it the interesting part of the mist is the exploration of 
you know, what humans do when things get really bad, like are totally out of our control. Like you have, you really can't control anything. Well, and, what did they do first? They kill the military guys. It's their fault. They're part of the military. They were part of yep. kill them. We were just nope. guards. Nope. Fuck you. Get out of here. You're both dead. You know. <laughs> and that that's human nature. The first thing you're going to do is point at a group and say, this is their fault. I mean, that happens all the time where we're like, the reason why we're having problems is because of this group of people. And then and they then, kind of. And know. then what happened after that? Well, let's kill this slut over here because she slept with a couple of men. Let's kill her next to satisfy their hunger for some reason that we don't know about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it goes back to that same thing we were talking about that one time with Lord of the Flies. Like, you know, fucking the basic human urge is usually pretty fucked up, you know? I mean, so the whole point of civilization is trying to overcome that. Now, <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, you see it every day, you know. People sometimes go back to animal instinct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. And we are animals, you know? I mean, I guess in the grand scheme of things. We're weird animals, but we're still animals. We just got rules now, you know. We can't, you know, go around. Did you see? Have you guys seen that picture of that orangutan using a spear to hunt fish? Hell no, I ain't seen that. Some orangutan down there in South America was would live on lived on the river, and you know, food's kind of scarce, and you know, humans are encroaching. And he watched this fisherman that was throwing this spear into the water and catching fish with it. And I guess he watched him long enough, and he's like, you know what, fucking, I'm going to try it. So he went and grabbed a stick and hung on the edge of a branch and started stabbing it and getting fish. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so, you know, maybe in the next uh, thousand years or so, maybe we'll have Planet of the Apes. Maybe they'll fucking say, hey, I want out of this fucking cage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with that. I, saw, I don't know, Shane, if I walked, I was, like, if you didn't tell me that, and I was walking down a river, and I saw a fucking monkey doing that, or a orangutan or something doing that. I think I would run away scared. Oh, because, I mean, yeah, it would freak you the fuck out. Yeah, because, oh, this thing, like, it's going to see me and go, well, let me throw the stick at it and see what happens, you know. Well, y'all saw that one video that, <laughs> of that orangutan that charged that fucking tractor. Did you, did you guys see that one? No, he charged a tractor? Yeah, there was this, uh, it was this crane that was tearing up some trees. And the orangutan, I guess that was his home or her home or whatever. And she charged the fucking thing. Like she started slinging across the tree and jumped onto the crane and was, you know, trying to go after the driver. She didn't know what to do, but she's trying to get it to stop. And so maybe they're, maybe they're on the, maybe they're trying to have a breakthrough, you know, maybe they're, uh, maybe they're getting up to the next level. Runaway scared, Shane. I saw a fucking ape throwing a stick into a river and catching them and catching them. Yeah. No, he's uh, he, uh, and you gotta think about it. Once that once that orangutan once that one orangutan has figured that shit out, now he can show all the rest of them. And where does it go from there? You know, I mean, Zeus is born. <laughs> some people are saying that you know, so there's some scientists out there saying that the apes are kind of starting to get into a stone age, like starting, not not quite there, but they're they're heading in that direction. And yeah. what happens after that? You know, what does happen with that? You, you know. Like we'll find out in a thousand well, years, I guess. You know. Well, there was a period of time in human history when there were other, like human type of creatures. Like we know Neanderthals were around, and you know what did we do with them? We killed them all. So if the apes, uh, if they got you know our same level of intelligence, but they're stronger than us, I don't know. Maybe they kill all of us. You need a lot of apes for that. That's like war to ape. You need a ton of them. Yeah, I mean, you would have to. Yeah, I mean, they would have to really, really get their shit together. 
even in the movie, uh, did, did y'all watch that last Planet of the Apes movie? Yeah, the, the War of the Apes. Yeah, War of the Planet of the Apes. The only reason why the humans really lost in that one is because that disease was spreading around and making us dumb. It's kind of just that was kind of a disturbing sequence. With uh, Aaron, have you seen that movie? No. Oh well, I guess I'm just going to spoil it for you. At the end of it, uh, what's that dude's name? Um, uh, 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 Ed Ed Harrison. He, no, Ed? Woody Harrison. Woody Harrelson. So at the end of Woody Harrelson, he gets infected with that disease. It makes him dumb. And he wants to kill himself because he knows, like, he's aware that this disease has made him dumb. But he doesn't. He can't figure out how to pull the fucking trigger. So he's sitting there holding a the gun, just crying because he doesn't know what to fucking do. You know? Like, he wants to kill himself, but he can't because he doesn't know how. He doesn't That's, have the intelligence to pull the trigger. Well, they said that some people were immune. Like, a very few. Like Yeah. Well, that kind of makes sense because if you remembered, like the original Planet of the Apes, like the the main act, the, the character finds some people that are kind of smart, like do have some level of intelligence. Most of them are dumb, but he finds like a couple that actually got their shit together. Yeah, still like yeah, like only one percent was were immune to that virus or disease or whatever it was that guy spread around. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I remember that scene. Like, it was a sad scene where the guy's trying to shoot. Like, that's sad. The guy's trying to kill himself. Yeah, he, he can't. He can't because he's too dumb. <laughs> but he wants to. That's sad though. You're too stupid to kill yourself. Yeah, can't figure it out. You know, I don't. I don't that, even think he could get out of bed. Wasn't he like trying to move to get out of bed and he couldn't because he couldn't. He just was I, I know. All I know, fucked up. I know he saw Zeus and he was losing. I think it deteriorates very quickly because he saw Zeus. He pulled the gun and he just slowly kept. He just like, what the fuck am I holding again? What am I mad yeah. at again? All crap. Yeah, he, he couldn't, couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Uh, good movie though. Damn good movie. So I, I didn't think they were really going to finish. I didn't think they were going to finish the three part series because I thought I think I like oh, the first one sucked. Well, it didn't suck, but like it, it was it was just slow paced. It was just kind of it was a slow build up. Uh, the, but the second one was really good. Second and third yeah. one I thought were both really good. Well, that's the same thing. Shane, what happened to that guy that played um, Commissioner Gordon? What's his name? Do you know his name? Oh, Gary Oldman. So what did happen to him? No, they're going to oh, take those, over. Those people got killed. I'm yeah, sure they, they got, got killed. We got to kill them all. These are are going to take over. We got to kill them all. He just flipped out, Shane. Yeah. You know, he wanted to kill them all. <laughs> well, that's the thing. What, why, why didn't anybody, like the the one scientist, why wouldn't you say, hey, it's kind of cool to see uh, what these monkeys are up to? You know, they're talking and shit? Well, fuck. You well, know, you, maybe they can help us out. Why didn't you think about, it? okay, this monkey just rolled up on you and said he wanted peace. You better fucking extend some kind of olive branch because there's fucking a lot more of them than you. <laughs> well, yeah. And no, then when, no. they, when they figured out how to get a hold of guns, now you got a problem. <laughs> he literally rolled the head guns. They had horses. They broke horses and riding horses to your gate, you know. But no, nah, I'm still not going to take it. I'm going to try to kill y'all. <laughs> Just reminds me of that. Uh, what was that? It was either Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock. I think it was Chris Rock. And it was, no, it was Dave Chappelle. And he's like, you know how strong a monkey is? He'll rip your damn dick off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember one time saying we went to the zoo. And I remember I saw a, uh, it was a orangutan. And I remember I was scared to death because that rantane was throwing around a fifty-five pa- a fifty-five gallon plastic ju- plastic uh, barrel like it was fucking nothing. He was throwing it to one room to the other, just chunking that bitch to one room to the other. Thing with ease, and I was like, God dang, man, that fucker is strong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, we can all go. I can throw a fifty-pound barrel, a fifty-pound. I mean, a fifty. No, I think it's no. Uh, a fifty-gallon. Plastic drum. No, do it one hand like he was and throwing it like 
fucking 50s feet, you know, do it like he did with ease, you know. Didn't that wasn't uh wasn't there a point in time where like uh they had humans trying to fight apes and like cages and shit? When there didn't that happen in the I'm sure that happened in the Gladiator. I, I missed days. that infomercial. If that came on at night, I missed. No, that. no. I mean, it wasn't recently. It's been like a long time ago. Uh, I highly uh, doubt you'd see that on TV. Next to a bum fights and a yeah. game on wild. Well, I know they used to. I know. I know tigers. I know they threw those into the Gladiator pits. Um, occasionally bears got thrown in there. But they didn't have a choice, though, right? You know, you were a Gladiator saying, "All right, Shane, today." You're going to fight? It doesn't matter. Get in there. You're going to fucking fight something deadly today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, if you're a gladiator in that time period, your main objective is to kill whatever's fucking in front of you. But th- at that point, saying they weren't racist, were there? They didn't care what color you were. If you were, if they found you, and they could take you. Oh, good job. You became it, a it slash gladiator. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the same type of, like, what our concept of racism is. Like, they, it was more tribal. It's like, if you were Roman you're in, you know, if you're Roman, you're cool. So anything that the Roman empire controls, if you're a part of that, you're good to go. And even more importantly, if you're from Rome, if you're from Rome, you pretty much get to do whatever the fuck you how want. Do you, how do you prove that though? You don't have a Roman's card. You can't yeah. Get I mean, well, you gotta be, you, you, gotta, doing, man, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just the way you talk and, and your language and the way you look. So anybody can impersonate anybody back in the days. It's probably super easy to do. Probably happened quite a bit. But uh, no, they didn't have like they didn't like they weren't like you know fucking like you know redneck idiots that are saying you know you know negative shit about black folks and stuff like that. They didn't that I mean I'm sure there were people that thought that maybe they were different, but anybody and it's basically the way it works is that any civilization wasn't ours. They're different and they're bad, and you know we that we need to keep our ways and not theirs. And uh, the gladiator pitch, yeah, it didn't matter. I know, uh, actually, Japan, which Japan, you know, they really are. If you're not Japanese, we don't give we don't give a damn about you. You know, it's it's we're we're Japanese and it's us, and we don't care shit about anybody else. There's even a story of a black guy who was a slave that somehow washed up on the shore in Japan and uh, became a samurai. It was like one of their their most fucking badass samurais. Like it was like six something, six eight, six nine, like a fucking giant. And just go out there on the battlefield, just kick ass. And so they made him like this exalted samurai. There's drawings and shit of him. So he's like a real character in history. He's not made up. You got to find that. I got to see that. I yeah, it's a, it's a black samurai. I can't remember his name. But uh, I, know, yeah. I know Black Dynamite. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's him. <laughs> I don't know uh, if it was Black Dynamite. Uh, uh, awful. Oh, not an awful show. Not, a, not an awful show. It's okay show. But did but, you know that the uh, Lone Ranger, the character that or the person that the Lone Ranger is based off was a black guy too. I think someone did tell me that. Someone yeah. did tell me that. But they didn't. They didn't think a black guy could be a leading man in a west in a cowboy show back in those days. So that's so why they made it a white guy. I think that uh, you know, not even part of that, but I think when you got uh, uh, what's his name, Johnny Depp to play Tonto, I think that. That's what kind of killed themselves too, you know. Oh well, I didn't even bother watching that new movie. I mean, I, I, just, why, why I didn't bother it? <laughs> why couldn't they have found an actual Native American to play? I mean, they could. It's just know. they wanted they, when you got Johnny Depp in the movie, that gives you some brand recognition. It's like, oh, it's a Johnny Depp movie. But you know? he's playing, I, an, you know, an Indian. You know, Johnny Depp. I mean, he, nowadays he he doesn't just. Uh, 
he just picked some shitty work. Like I don't, well, I can't got, remember the last good he's movie. Got a little trouble right now. That's why you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's in the slopes right now. All you got going on right now is that is that cologne commercial he has right now. Something he's got showing on TV right now. I thought he. I think there was a couple of the Pirates of the Caribbean where I thought he was he was kind of good in, but I didn't like the Pirates of the Caribbean because of him. I liked it because of everybody else. Like he was Orlando like, hey. yeah. Well, I like the I like the bad guys more. Yeah. I like the the guy with the octopus face, Davy Jones. I think the only recent movie he did was that Harry Potter movie. That uh, oh, I didn't even watch that one. That that whatever the, the fantasy beast or whatever he played a bad guy. Fantastic beast. Where to find him? Yeah, that yeah, that he was in that. I've stayed away from all the Harry Potter stuff because I've never read any of the books, so I haven't watched any of the movies. Read them, boy. Read them. Oh, it's, it's, it takes time to read them. There's other stuff I want to read. I want the next book I want to read is Dune. Is what Dune? Oh, Dune. Dune. Oh, you still, is there not that out yet? No, because it's a, it's, a, it's a bitch, huh? Nothing. Oh, Dune, uh, it's a really thick book. No. And supposedly, this, it takes a while 40, to read. No, this, this Warhammer 40K is a thick-ass book. Oh, how far are you into that? <laughs> I ain't going to lie, Shane. I got it. I made like seven pages, and I put it down. I've been so busy, I ain't picked it up again. Is it, uh, is it because the like the names and shit are throwing you off? Like they call Man. it like Justicar and the, oh, that's what got Templar. Like, and like this letter doesn't belong next to this letter. All <laughs> these Latin words and furious <laughs> and all that shit. I know, like, you got to make stuff up, but, man, god dang, man. Yeah, yeah, they're a little, you really, I think, it's uh, Aaron is the leader of the Great Knights in this story. Is it Tancred? Is that the main guy? No, uh, no, Tancred was a um, figure of authority, but, no, he wasn't actually the leader. Al- so the, um So, the, uh, Alaric is the uh, main character, and his name is actually a nod to, uh, uh, I think German folklore. It's like Alaric is a, a character in German folklore that was a uh, uh, famous, kind of like King Arthur is for England. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they have a Grand Master, and that's the person that's in charge of all the Great Knights. But for the story, the the central character is Alaric. He's the leader for a, a small platoon of Great Knights. Yeah. So the more you read about Alaric, it's when it gets interesting, John. But it's yeah. I mean, it's. Uh... It's a big hurdle. I mean, that's you know, that's your introduction to Warhammer 40K, and that's, you know, they jump right in there. It's not like an intro, like, you know, okay, well, here's the Emperor, and here's how this happened, and here's how they got their powers. They're like, no, we're going to the fucking library. We've got to find this big-ass sword. We're going to stab this fucking demon in the heart. I mean, that's it's, – but it's all – it's way more complicated than that. Like, they use all these big terms, and and, and the way they describe the – the moon on Jupiter where the fucking uh, sword's at, it's like this huge, the whole moon is basically a giant vault of weapons and relics and artifacts. And the workers in there, like, they spend their whole lives just categorizing shit. That's all they do. Just constantly categorizing. And uh, But yeah, now they use, everything's in Latin. Because basically they're trying to copy the, the space marines in a sense are kind of like the Spanish Inquisition. Inquisition, like that's basically what it is, and that's just uh, so they use a lot of those same type of terms, like old Latin terms, and so that's where it gets a little muddy. Well, it just it just kept stacking up. Like I got the forty k book. I got soon I would be soon I would be invincible. 
I got the Cold Project. I got the Rage War, but the Predator Rage War one. I got the. Uh, Did you read Soon I Will Be Invincible? If you read that one, no. Remember how many years ago I bought that book? I still have not read it. it said, John, that's a fucking badass book. Why ain't you read it? I, it's it's an easy not, read too. It should take you a week or two to finish that I, thing. I he doesn't want to do it, boy. Shit. Oh, it's a good book. You will not be disappointed if you read that thing. It's didn't really I buy good. that? Uh, and I couldn't. I didn't get to read it. You read it before I read it, and you liked it a lot. Yeah, I went out and bought the hardback cover. I got it right here at my house right now. Really? You, I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. No. After After I read that book, I, I was looking around. I looked everywhere uh, at that store, uh, Hastings. I found when they were going out of business, they had it for sale for like five bucks. What's the name of Hastings? Oh, that. soon I will be invincible. It's written by Austin Grossman. Yes. It's uh, really I, good. I it's a superhero book. I didn't know What's it about? Well, it's it's two different characters. One character is one. No, well, one character is a superhero. She's a cyborg, but she mm-hmm. doesn't know where she comes from. And the other character is a supervillain. And he's basically telling you, like his his version of the events. Like, yeah. and come to find out, I mean, well, I don't know if I want to spoil it for you guys because there's some. Well, let me finish. It's a good book. Yeah, no, it is good. It is good. It's uh, I, I don't really care for the cyborg chick that much, but I like I like the main the bad guy. Uh, like his his story. It's interesting. So I got my and then I got my uh, Five Nights at Freddy book. I'm reading. You know, oh, okay. I got that book. I'm reading. Well, so, how 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 in depth can that book be? I mean, isn't the premise pretty simple? These robots well, go on a fucking rampage and they well, kill no, a security it, guard. In that book, it go in that book. It's pretty good. It goes back to this kids dad was a maker of these robots and he kept making them more advanced, more advanced, more advanced and you know there was an accident at the you know the, the pizza parlor and he said fuck it I'm gonna keep going and he just kept making these robots and it's it's her account going back to oh where's the diner at they built a mall around the diner and they found a way to get inside there into the diner which is all scary which I don't know how the fuck you make a, a mall around a fucking diner but you know they did it somehow and it just starts going bad in there. It's a pretty good book. It is pretty good, you know. My only thing with that premise is, okay, let's just say, for example, you did have like a, a themed restaurant with animatronics, and the animatronics were advanced enough where they could walk around and interact with the kids. And let's just entertain the idea that one night they all said we're going to fucking kill humans. Like they just go into murder mode. And they, do, they end up killing the security guard. Wouldn't you think some shit would happen after that? Wouldn't they like shut the the company down and like, all right, we're not doing this again? Instead of like, oh, we just need another security guard. This guy got killed. You know, I mean, what the hell? It it was kind of like that, but he it somehow he kept paying it off or playing it off. Like, oh, a little girl's arm got cut off. Well, you know, technically she was too close to the robot. She had her hands where it was supposed to be. Technically her fault. Oh, so kid lost the arm. Well, technically the kid's arm was supposed to be that close to the robot hook, you know, when that happened. And some of those parts are sharp. You know, he kept plays, he keeps playing it off in the book, you know. I've only played the uh, first game, and it's a it's a fun little game to just kind of like you know give you a little jump scare. God, the, the three and four freaking! I still haven't beat them. Three and four, I still haven't beat those two. I think I've made it through one night. I think, or uh, I mean, I think I've made it through like one playthrough, like all five nights. I think once. Well, I know the movie, the movie was ready to go several times, and either script problems or acting problems, they shut down every time. You know? Well, there's there's no such thing as a good video game movie, so. So yeah, they they try to get it going several times, and I I know the guy's name who made the game, 
and he's always behind everything. And he didn't, you know, either they changed something too much or didn't want to do it that way. He just say, nope, 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 don't do it. Then you know, the, the only good video game movie, and wasn't really. It was more like the movie inspired the video game. I think was Tron. Like that was a good video game movie, and and the the, the second Tron was good, and uh, the last the last Starfighter was a good video game. Well, I know they said that the um they wanted to do another Tron, but Tron failed. You know. The, yeah, apparently it didn't do as good as they thought it was going to do. Well, I thought, I it, thought was it was good. great. I thought, I thought it was, it was a badass movie. Yeah, but it didn't do as good as I thought. Like who who didn't like that? You know. It's actually in another world. I thought that made people happy. You know, it's somewhere else, you know, but, you know. I remember the whole thing. I thought it was cool. Everything looked cool. The music was cool. I liked the whole thing. You didn't like uh, the video game inspired uh, Street Fighter? Ooh, no. With Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah. What else? You know. John. John. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) No. When I was a kid, I remember saying, oh, that's cool. The cool thing about that was... We got Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, and they came out like within a year of each other. And I just remember uh, thinking Mortal that yeah. best thing ever. Mortal Kombat, yeah, Mortal Kombat, yeah. You well, know. it's the same thing I thought about saying, like, no, I want my that is a good is a good movie. I thought the, the characters been more more buff and more action. You know, the only one they got around Sub Zero and Scorpion was the only ones that looked like the characters. You know. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, Goro, the you know forearm puppet, you know, but. uh you're right. They didn't really fully embrace the, the darker side of Outworld, um, but with with Street Fighter, though, I mean, John Claude Van Damme is not even a, he's not even American. Like he's got this super thick <laughs> accent, you know. <laughs> I remember he's playing Colonel Guile in an American yeah, soldier. It, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And, 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 and the Bill game, he's just he's this big, thick white guy with blonde hair, you know. And... Yeah, and this ridiculous flat top and. Uh, Here's John Claude Van Damme, and and Ryu was like a little bitch. It's like he wasn't. That wasn't Ryu. That's oh, some man, little. That, Asian yeah, dude, that Ryu you know sucked. that that sucked. Ryu and Ken just sucked ass. And Ken was particularly bad. You know, yeah. that's just they were just bad. It's one of those things. Like, did y'all even try to cast this correctly, or did y'all just find some people? The guy they got to play Zangief was a good pick. The dude, uh, he was in a, he was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like the last remake he was he played the main bad the, guy the, in that. the guy that played uh the chinese guy uh the um he was pretty good the guy that they had playing saget sucked like that old indian dude yeah. sinning bull <laughs> yeah he was pretty bad i mean that was a shitty saget like that was not good at all uh so i mean, I thought the uh sumo wrestler and the boxer were okay but, uh, but who goes and puts on boxing gloves during a I guess a war zone. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of weird. Cool out there. <laughs> he and he drives a news truck too. What, what fucking sense does that make? You what? Know? He wasn't he driving the news truck? What he? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like Mike Tyson driving a fucking news truck. I mean, that doesn't make any fucking sense. No, because they were all undercover in disguise, saying to get. So him. Mike Tyson is a undercover military agent who drives a news no, truck because, with a sumo wrestler. No, the, the, the sumo wrestler Mike Tyson and Chung Lee were like rebels. They weren't part of the military or nothing. They were just three random people who wanted revenge on a uh, on a uh, bison. Did you know that Yokozuna was not a sumo wrestler? What? He wasn't even <laughs> Japanese. He's he's Hawaiian. No way. Yeah. Well, did they make him seem like he was? 
Yeah, no, they, yeah, it was, it was Sergeant Slaughter's idea. He was like, they had this guy's, you know, fucking, you know, 550 pounds. And they're like, what are we going to do with this big bastard? He wants to be a wrestler. His, you know, his family was in it, like all those Islanders are. And they're like, uh, Sergeant Slaughter's like, you know what? You're going to be a sumo wrestler. We can call you Yokozuna. And you're not going to say anything. You'll never talk. And you'll come out wearing, like, you know, we'll have the Japanese flag and you'll wear the kimonos and all that shit. And you'll wear the, you know, the big sash that they do. And you're going to, your style is going to look like a sumo. Um, and it worked. And that fooled everybody. Like, he doesn't have, if you listen to the guy talk, he just sounds like a normal guy. Like, he doesn't have this. Well, but I, in the, I thought he was Samoan when I was in my 20s. I didn't know any better as a kid. Yeah. No, he was not written. He was just, uh, just a guy that they, same thing is true for Kamala, the big black dude who wore the, wore the mask and everything and the face paint and all that. Yeah. He, he was just a, he was a guy from Georgia. He wasn't, they called him the Ugandan giant, said he was from Africa. Just a dude from Georgia. Like he was doing talk, he sounds like a redneck. Right. Just, just, well, you, that's back then where you just, hey, if it works, go for it, you know, not saying anything, you just work. Well, it was like Roddy Roddy Piper. They were trying to say he was Scottish and he's from Canada. Like, <laughs> you know, it's Canadian. You'd think he would have argued the most. No, I'm Canadian. Why don't I be, you know. Uh, oh, that was his gimmick. That was his thing. It, I think he said the reason why he went with it is because he was making fun of a Scott, Scottish accent one time. And they were like, no, just go with that. Just, just that, that's your character. And he just, you know, he just went with it. I don't know. All I know his best movie was, uh, Plus, they live. That, yeah, that was a great movie. I'd like when to- we did, if we were going to do our bad movies, I was going to watch you one. I was going to have you watch one that starred him called uh, "Sam Hell Goes to Frog Town." I was going to have us all watch that. What the hell? That just sounds. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, it's it's it stars him, and he goes to this town that's ran by giant frogs. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. I was thinking more like. Uh, zombie beavers. Nope, oh. nope, nope, nope. Sam Hale goes to Frogtown. It's uh, it's starring Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> what year was that made? It be oh, it was after they lived. They thought Roddy Roddy Piper thought he was going to be, you know, an action star. He thought that this was going to pan out after they live. He's like, all right, let's start making some movies. And then he made a bunch of fucking garbage after that. And, <laughs> um, Poor it man. wasn't until The Rock came around that really somebody picked. I mean, Jesse Ventura had a couple of good movies, but that was only because Arnold was in them. But Jesse Ventura's movies on his own fucking sucked. Um, what movie was he in by himself? It's called Abraxas. He plays a uh, alien bounty hunter. Abraxas. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's really bad. Really? So you have, to, you have to text me that. I gotta look at that. Well, no, we were gonna watch all this shit when we were doing our bad movie okay. reviews. Well, we're, we're still gonna... getting around to it. We're just still warming up our. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, we've hit our we hit our hour marks. So I guess we're gonna wrap this one up, y'all. Oh, Dan wants to know. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'll see y'all later. All right. Well, Dan was uh, he wants to know how many listeners we have. So he wanted to know. Exactly. Oh, we're at 750. People listen to us? 750 people listen to us? Well, not all at once. I mean, like over the whole course of the show. Oh, well, no. So, wait. So, how many how many uh, listeners do we have? Oh, uh, it's like, I mean, like that regularly. Like, if you, okay. So, if you look at the, when I pull up the, the app, Mm-hmm. There's two numbers. The number on the left says number of total listens, uh-huh. and it's 750. Like that's that's the total amount for every episode altogether is 750. And if you okay. average that out, like if you say, okay, so you got 750 total, how many 
and you got so many episodes, how many people are listening to each episode, it averages out to be about 12. Hmm. So, but some of the episodes got more than 12. Like some of them will have like 30, 30 listens. And I don't know who's, there's no way to know who's listening. That's it. Um, oh, you can see what platform you're listening on now too, though. I can't see that. I can see who listens to and Anchor by far is the, that's where most people listen to us. And then Apple is number two. And then Google is right after that. And then the other ones, you might see like one or two. On Twitch, um, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh. No, we're doing good. Like as like I said, once we get over a thousand, uh, we'll start getting our. I'll start ordering the the microphones for everybody, so we, we can got, start. Uh, we got to start you know, oh, oh, raise the quality well, a little bit. I, I showed Petey our our podcast, and he wasn't impressed. He was just a little not concerned. He was just like, like don't find like we are talking about like talk about what we want you, Petey. Oh, well, I don't know if I like that. Well, we're not trying. We're trying to get all the people in Petey, as much as we can. I don't know if we can appeal to the. Younger, younger audience, you know, it's gonna be hard. When you were a teenager, did you really want to hear about two 30 year old guys fucking talking about shit? <laughs> you know, that's a good point. That's why I was like, I, we're still that's a tough people. audience. I don't, I don't, I, the only way we could get teenagers' attention is if we did like really raunchy shit. Okay, like, real, real, real quick, I was at a birthday party and I saw two girls, two young, like PJ's age, maybe still like high school, middle school. And they were staring at their phones, and I, I, I had to be like, I gotta know what they're looking at. They're mesmerized by. It. I gotta fucking see what they're looking at, so I can kind of get an idea of what to fucking do. So I try to sneak over. It was kind of weird, but I'll try to sneak over those two young yep, girls. Your perv, basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to see what they're watching, and I shit you not, Shane. They were watching how to make edible school supplies. These two girls were showing how to make it on YouTube. <laughs> I'm like, well. <sighs> I'm like, well, I'm out of that situation. Like, how the fuck am I going to compete with two girls making edible school supplies? What the fuck is that? <laughs> I like that clip you sent me of the, I guess, what were they, Canadians? They they had a produce oh, that, thing they, or whatever? The, the funniest part, he said, I see a muscle shirt came in. When did the muscles come in next week? <laughs> yeah, it was just, uh, it was uh, basically all it is is insults. Like, people show up to yeah. the stand and they just they insult the nice one yeah nice onesie does it come in men so i think you come in another man enough for all of us yeah <laughs> they were that they were fun. some of the other episodes they kind of fell off a little bit but their earlier ones they're pretty on the ball it's pretty funny stuff you know all right well uh everybody give your outro so we can we can wrap this one up all right aaron go ahead yeah yeah uh, you, you want all right, this is Aaron Rollins, and I'm with Southeast Third. Catch me in the next couple of weeks as I keep you updated on the Central Texas art collective scene here in Waco, Texas. All right, this, this is JP with JP's what? Uh, doing what I don't know. Right. All right, uh, Shane Big Beefin at B Beefin on Twitter. Hit us up and uh, have a good night. Have a good one, sir. All right.